Well, boys, uh, it's a sad, sad kind of time, you know, like I love the FA Cup, but we don't care about the FA Cup anymore. This is, this is not an FA Cup podcast anymore. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from, thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League and I guess the FA Cup occasionally uh, from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. That's Brad. He supports Chelsea. Uh, That's Sean. He supports Tottenham. And as you guys can see, um, as we alluded to yesterday, we're a little bit out of order today. Um, Normally, you guys get this this review of matches that have been played before you get the news. But you got the news yesterday. um, And that's, you know, due to the transfer market closing the transfer window closing and all of the shenanigans that ensues with deadline day we wanted to uh get that out to you and so if you we're not really going to touch too much on, on transfers or anything like that in this episode so if you're looking for that check yesterday's episode uh we got you got you covered there um but what we're going to do we need to we need to tie a bow on the fa cup fourth round insofar as we can because there were quite a few draws uh this weekend um, which means we have quite a few fourth cup, uh, fourth round replays uh, that need to take place in about seven or eight days. Uh, so that should be pretty exciting. Um, should we uh, should we get into the scores, the results? Um, actually, before we do that, if you are new here, if you just stumble across this, definitely hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell. If you are one on one of our audio sites, one of the podcast sites, um, hit us with a follow, drop a five star review. Uh, all those things, share it with a friend. All those things really do help us out quite substantially. Uh, and we would really, really appreciate it. So scores, let's do it. Um, yeah. If you are on our, uh, if you're on, if you're on YouTube, your your screen is now pulling up uh, with a vis- nice, nice, beautiful uh, visual of the scores. If you're on the, on the, on the podcast, I'll just read them through for you real quick. Uh, the weekend kicked off Friday, Manchester City hosting Arsenal. This was uh, league leaders in the Premier League hosting or being hosted by the second place team in the Premier League. Manchester City get the one nil victory. I've got thoughts for you on that match on that match in the Leicester City Walsall match. Uh, Leicester City win one nil in the Leeds United Accrington Stanley match. Leeds you win three to one Sheffield Wednesday in Fleetwood Town ends one one Blackburn Rovers are our Cinderella in the championship uh, and Birmingham play to a two two draw Southampton gets over Blackpool they win two to one. Um, Ipswich Town and Burnley ends nil nil. Bristol City and West Brom. Bristol City win three nil. Luton Town and Grimsby Town ends two two. Fulham Sunderland ends one one. Preston and Tottenham. Tottenham win three nil. Uh, so I don't know how that's going to do for Preston North End's uh, confidence in terms of making sure they they nil nil draw their way into the Championship playoff. Uh, but you know that's going to be have to be something that they figure out. Um, Manchester United get the 3-1 victory over Reading. Reading did have a red card in that match. Brighton, for the second time in a couple weeks, it seems like, have beaten Liverpool. Brighton win 2-1, last-minute winner. Um, we will get into that as well. Stoke City uh, wins 3-1 over Stevenage. Wrexham and Sheffield United ends 3-3. A thrilling match. I don't know if people, if you guys have watched that. Um, if not, ESPN 
rolled out all the bells and whistles for that one. Um, but that was quite a match. Uh, Sheffield United got a like a 94th or 95th minute equalizer to stay alive down. They were already at 10 men. Uh, so that was a wild, wild finish. And then rounding out the weekend, we've got Derby County. They have lost to, uh, by two goals to nil against West Ham. That means David Moyes and the boys continue their FA Cup uh, you know, season, uh, which means uh, fourth round replays are Birmingham Blackburn, Grimsby Town Luton, Fleetwood, Sheffield Wednesday, Burnley Ipswich, Sheffield United and Wrexham, and finally Sunderland and Fulham. Those all will happen uh, midweek on February the 7th. All right. That was that this week. Uh, February the seventh. Oh, is, no, next week. That's no, next week. It's next week. Yeah. Oh, got that out of the way. That's a, that. That was a lot. It's a lot. I'm gonna wow. drink some water. You guys talk about something. Take a sip. Take a sip. Um, John, did you wanna you wanna bring us through Preston Tottenham? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> There's absolutely not a lot to talk about because <laughs> that's exactly what we should do to Preston North End. So. That concludes my analysis <laughs> of the round of 30, round of 64 or 32? 32. 32. 16 games, so 32. 32. That's Tot- it. Yeah, uh, that's what we should do. Right, but you didn't have a problem if there wasn't a goal score into the second half again? Brad, you get used to it sometimes, you know? I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just asking the questions. Uh, Brad is, is poking you. He's trying to get a yeah. reaction. He's like, come on, do something. He's, a, he's like oh. that meme. Where they're poking the whatever or the stick. No. Um, I mean, that's who cares. That's you you win three 0 Yeah, and you guys have a really really nice draw in the next round. You guys have the winner of the Sheffield United Wrexham replay. So away, real is it away? Realistically, it's away. Should, yeah, yeah. Realistically, we should be into the quarters. Yep, fairly easily. Um, so that's nice. Yeah, that's encouraging. Uh, if you had your pick, would you uh, would you rather Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United or Wrexham in the uh, in the next round? That's a good question because obviously Sheffield are Sheffield are on their way to coming back up, so they're having a really good season. Yeah, they're well, them and Burnley well ahead. Yeah, the rest of the rest of the crew down in the championship. So, um. Yeah, you have to decide, do you want the slightly better team do you, or do you want the slightly worse team, but that comes with all the pomp and, circ- pomp and circumstance and I, I like, you know, the momentum. They've got they've got a lot of support from a lot of people now. So, uh, the, the one thing I would say... Team? I would say that... Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Is there, like... A, that'd be a I good question for Joel, but, like, is there, is there a gulf? Between, I think so. The championship and league. championship and non-league is non-league. That's why. I mean, like they're small. They're like twelve-team leagues, or there's three yeah. twelve-team leagues, and each winner gets to move up into League Two. Yeah. So I, I like, there's obviously a disparity, or like there's a, a difference between a Wrexham and a Sheffield United, but at the same time, like I watched a good portion of the Wrexham Sheffield United match. And Wrexham don't look bad. I mean, like yes. they they look they look like they know what they're doing. They relied a lot on long throws when I was and like 
legit long throws like not like like sometimes we watch Premier League teams and they try and do a long throw and it's like ineffective like <laughs> this Wrexham long throw is like right onto the penalty spot it's it's pretty nice um but like you're gonna get more of that the field is shambolic it is not it's not a good field so like <laughs> i i wonder if uh if spurs would be better suited to play united uh just so that you have a better pitch and you don't have to worry about your players getting injured um but that's that's yeah. really the, the facilities are the difference between you know you know non-league uh, and champo listen i watched the documentary i saw they put down that that field twice so it can't be that worse that yeah. much worse i don't know it looked real chunky when i was watching it um but maybe uh maybe daniel levy will uh will send some grass out there if they uh because didn't, didn't spurs do that last year with somebody didn't they sell somebody a pitch in the middle of the season last year or was that somebody else i, I was just trying to get the um you said sell so you said sell so i that think you, you might i think that. um did we maybe I'm just misremembering it. Did we let someone borrow our, our field? Is that what I'm remembering? I, I thought that there was a story last year with Spurs and giving somebody like the second, like the like like the backup pitch that you guys have for White Hart Lane. It's like because you guys have like the main pitch, and then I think you have like another set of grass that you have like under the bleachers. It's like under the the lights and stuff yeah. like that that you can like. Yeah roll out when you need it and stuff like that. So for some reason, I thought that well, there was some story yeah. surrounding that. Well, we have a, a turf field and then a grass field. Maybe that I'm thinking about that. So I don't turf, know. Yeah, but turf I think field also said the NFL doesn't tear up our field. Yeah. Yeah. So NFL yeah. plays on the turf. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find the Wrexham roster. Cause I think it's toes Tozer that, that does the throw ins. He's the one that throws it really, really, really far. And he's like, he was, oh, I think right? he, he was like number four, number four. Yeah. Yep. That's him. Yeah. It's a, it's a big dude. It. It's a big dude. Yes. He throws it very far. You could see that on the, on welcome to Wrexham. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That should be a good match. I mean, Wrexham played well. They got a, uh, they went, I think I forget the, the context. If they, I think they went down and then scored two to go up two one and then United leveled, and then United had a red card, which looked kind of soft, but, you know, who are we to judge? And then uh, Wrexham were just pushing for a win, and they 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 get the they get they get a a go-ahead goal in, like, the 86th minute or something like that, but then fail to yeah. clear, uh, fail to clear oh. a corner in the 94th minute, so. I'll run it off for those at home. So early goal from Sheffield, uh, second minute. Um then yeah, Wrexham take the take the lead 50th and 61st and then immediate equalizer 65th uh, from Sheffield. Then uh, then the red card in the 71st, uh, Paul Mullen takes takes the lead in the 86th and then a last gasp uh, extra time 90 plus five for the draw. Yeah. Down a man. All right. Let's uh, let's dig into this Manchester City Arsenal match. Um, because I have I have quite a few thoughts about that. Um, so in watching it, and I think I sent a message to you guys when the match started. I was like, Arsenal have made seven changes to our team, and Manchester City have made two. One of them was the goalie, um, and I was like, 
I didn't expect Pep to go as hard as he went in that match. And like he was playing, he played Holland, he played De Bruyne, he played Mares, uh, he played every Gundogan from the start, like from the jump, Rodri, like he played the whole crew. Um, and so I was a little surprised with how seriously Pep took it. But I almost think he had to because we were in that match the entire time. Like like that that game was incredibly close. I, what what stood out to me was how well Arsenal looked, how good Arsenal looked against that Manchester City team with the number of changes that we made. Now, obviously, we took Partey out at halftime, and so our midfield looked significantly worse, worse. once that change happened. But we also brought Zinchenko on in the middle of the second half. We swapped Tierney and Zinchenko, and that made us look even better. Like so, like there were there were peaks and valleys i guess with how we looked um but i am watching that as an arsenal fan i think i was I forget who i was watching with but i looked at them and i said i will unfor I, you know like i don't like to lose i like the fa cup i would like to still be in the fa cup but i think i will take a loss in the fa cup to this manchester city team if it means that uh that we take at least one game off of them in the league because i after watching that fa cup match i'm fully confident that that our full our best 11 against their best 11 that we can get a result against them, that we can beat them because we, we played, it was an exceptionally close game. Yeah. That's surprising. Is it just, is it just faux pas to do so? Or are you not allowed to see the other managers line up and then make your changes? No, everybody submits their lineup card at like 45 minutes before kickoff. And that's just set. Okay. So it's just not possible. Yeah, it's, it's like, not it's possible like, it's like baseball where you go to like the umpire meeting and you present your lineup and you know, what do you think Arteta Arteta saw the other lineup card and was like, what the F that like, I, I thought we had a gentleman's gentleman's agreement here. I wonder, I wonder if there was a little bit about that. Like if he was kind of like, okay, well obviously, but then I think, I think after the match Arteta looks at it and he's like, okay, you know, we played really well. Um, and like, we're only going to be better when we play Saliba from the start. When we play Ben White from the start. When we play Zinchenko from the start, all these things like, um, I think he takes a lot of confidence coming out of that match in looking at the two Premier League matches we have over the next two months. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, it, it should be interesting. And I mean, obviously, like Arsenal were were down in like I was like the seventieth minute or whatever when Ake scored, um, but then Arteta took Saka off. And swapped Odegaard on for Saka. And you look at a substitution like that and you're like, I guess Arteta doesn't care that much about this FA Cup. Because if you really, really wanted a replay for a chance to advance, he would have left Saka on. Like he would have left Saka on. He would have brought Odegaard on. Like he would have, you know, they, they would have done more to try and win the game. Um, so I think that it was kind of, a man, that he managed the game very well. And he was like, look, if you guys can salvage a draw. And we almost did. We had quite a few good opportunities uh, late into the game. But I think overall disappointing result, but kind of, I guess kind of, I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. Uh, Now this is the second season, third season in a row um, that we're out before the fifth round. Um, So we won, we won the FA cup in 2020. And then in the 2020, 2021 season, we were out in the fourth round, same same place as we are now. Last year we were out in the third round, uh, and then this year again we're out in the fourth round. So hopefully, 
hopefully next year we can, you know, put a little run together. Um, I didn't see who City drew. Maybe that's I should look at the fifth round draws. Okay, so fifth round draws. Just uh, as a heads up, Southampton has the winner of one of the replays, and it doesn't tell me right off the bat. Bristol City and Man City. So that would have been a good draw for Arsenal. Um, ooh, Man United, West Ham. That's a good one. Yeah, Stoke, Brighton. And then I can't tell the other ones off the top of my head. There's one. <laughs> Google is really not very good about showing who the uh, who the potential. Who the potential line, setups are. I should go somewhere else, but I don't care enough to. <laughs> To dig into it. We'll have we'll have that in a couple weeks time at the end of February when the FA Cup returns and we have a preview of the FA Cup. That's when I will I will we will get into it um, when, when Sean's going to lead us through the devastating attack of Wrexham versus uh, versus Tottenham. I'm here yeah. for it, man. I'm here for it. Uh, um, I love it. Do we have any thoughts about this uh, Brighton Liverpool match? Um. Brighton just like is uh, Brighton Liverpool's boogeyman. Like Liverpool have won one game in the past five. Really? It's that many. Yeah, Brighton. Wait a second. One in seven. Sorry, one in seven. Going back November twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Wow, it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Um, that that last minute goal was amazing control. I loved every minute of that goal of that game. It was a really, really good game. Um, Brighton are playing well and they didn't have uh they didn't have their their best available. Um Cicedo was out. But like they still ball Lamptey on the right side. Um I mean reflected goal. Like Matoma. Matoma is a yeah. is a Matoma's that, goal uh, that's just a baller. He's <laughs> been a, like he had another great goal last weekend i think so coming on the left side and curls it right in the, like wow brighton keep finding these guys and like why didn't we know about these kids uh ferguson up top has moved well back 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 into the 10 role like wow that's brighton. all i can say about this brighton team like this brighton team is good yeah i mean like they i mean if we look at the league table real quick where are we're brighton they are in sixth and it's like a fully deserved sixth it's not like they are like limping their way into sixth they're sixth and have two games in hand on fifth place tottenham one game in hand on fourth place united so like they win their game they win both their games in hand they would go above tottenham and they would be two or five points behind fourth place assuming fourth place were to win their other like their their game in hand um but no, I think Deserbi has them playing very well. You know, we 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 talked about this when when Brighton sacked not when when Chelsea bought Potter essentially from Brighton. Yeah. Um, we were we were a little concerned about how they would, you know, rebound and and how that how they would look. But Deserbi has them playing very well. Um, and it's 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 also no nonsense. Like you've seen this with like all of their their transfer dealings in January. Again, you know, check our check our video yesterday about um, about all of the transfer dealings. Brighton were definitely uh, their players were well sought out in this uh, in this transfer window. Yeah. Um, but like 
just their their attitude towards everything with like you know look if you're gonna go you're gonna go if you're gonna stay you're gonna stay um but you know deserby is no nonsense and he gets his team playing really well and you know, I've, i'm impressed by them I'm, I'm certainly impressed by them i'm glad we don't have to play them anymore just a reminder mm. just a reminder of that tweet that correctly pointed out the trussard trussard leaving for for arsenal doesn't matter to Brighton because they're just going to find a U20, U21 Venezuelan somewhere that we've never heard of. That's going to be fantastic. Exactly. And then just keep it going. And, and to be fair, I think that that, that uh, Trissard to Arsenal benefits Arsenal. The, you know, 21 million that Brighton get for Trissard for 28 year old Trissard benefits Brighton because they're going to reinvest it wisely. Now, I wonder if we all thought that when, I wonder how much we thought Brighton were incumbent or how much, of Brighton's transfer success, their scouting success revolved around Potter, Graham Potter and his ability to sign players. I wonder if they just have like in a really well-established scouting network. It has to be. It has to be that they just they have an old do, school scouting you, network. They probably also still have all of the files like from when Potter's team was there. Certainly. Certainly. Right? And Potter didn't take everybody. He took the guy that's been with him the whole time. That's kind of that his his communicator to the uh, to the transfer team. Or like, hey, this is the profile I'm looking for, and then that guy can then go explain and find that profile or help find that profile. Yeah, but or like approve or not approve, and then and Potter doesn't have to be bothered. Yeah, and of course, this is the first transfer window post Potter, so like, you know, we won't really be able to judge Brighton until the summer in terms of like how well these signings have gone. And then of course, over the the summer when, you know, you really have a good transfer window, but you know, if they're staring at Europa league football next year, um, and they've got, they've got European football on the, on the docket for themselves next year, which is entirely possible with the way they're playing right now. Um, they could look like a really, um, attractive destination for, for players who want to develop, who want to have a lot of game time. Um, and then, you know, could use that as um, maybe as a stepping stone to a bigger English club, or maybe even a, just a, a, a bigger European club. Um, Cause Brighton obviously don't, they're not afraid to sell their players. I mean, I think Arsenal have spent, no. I think Arsenal have paid Brighton like 140 million over the last year or so buying players from them. So uh, do you want to add, if you want to add Chelsea's in there, oh, yeah. So probably a good if they make Europa, it's probably a really good excuse me. It's a probably a really good loan destination for maybe somebody at I don't know, Madrid, Milan, Bayern, a Barca, somebody like that that has a, a younger player that's not getting playing time. And yeah. then they can you know, it doesn't seem to be Brighton style to to have a, a you know, a couple couple of big profile loan players but uh yeah. <laughs> it would make sense for those clubs you're getting you're getting european exposure so it was like two or three years ago when arsenal signed danny ceballos from real madrid like ceballos wasn't getting any playing time at real madrid and arsenal had european they had europa league football premier league football and like ceballos played a decent amount under unai Emery, and then also a little you know under arteta as well so you know and i mean i'm not Ceballos isn't playing that much for Real Madrid right now, but he's still at Real Madrid. Like he's still on the team and he's still, he's one of Ancelotti's, you know, uh, 
I don't want to say go-to substitutes, but he certainly uh, features as a substitute at Real Madrid. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, to, to, to your point, like that, like going to those big clubs, like the Bayern Munichs, the, um, the Real Madrid, the Barcelona's, um, maybe like a PSG or something like that. And like looking and think, Hey, you know, you have a youth player. Um, let me take them for a year and let them experience European football. And, um, I intentionally avoided all the Italian teams because they're just, <laughs> who the hell knows what's going on in Italy right now. Um, <laughs> It's such a cluster. Um, but yeah, so that's the FA Cup. That's uh, that's all Arsenal wrote for the FA Cup this year. We, uh, we'll we be back next year. But um, I guess uh, I guess I'm just all in on Wrexham. Hopefully Wrexham win this uh, win this replay and then beat the stuffing out of Spurs. And it's all good, right? Yeah, so. I mean, we decided last week, I think that Wrexham was the club, right? That we said. It's funny. We all agreed that like, yeah, we want Wrexham to win the cup. And then I was like, wait, and when I was listening back, I was like, wait, no, Arsenal are still in the cup at this point. I was like, why did I agree to that? What am I doing? <laughs> but now I definitely want Wrexham to win the cup. Um, that would be such an insane story. Wouldn't it? And they, but, then they get European football. I feel like you might want to decline that. I feel like you might be like, yeah, we're good. I appreciate it, but we're good. No, you don't decline it because the money. Like, even if you go get smacked, you still go get smacked because you get a big check. Yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Like, a Europa League check to Wrexham is probably astronomical compared to a Europa League check to to Arsenal. Can they get that invite? They're not. (laughs) They're not. They're they're non-league side. I don't know if they can get that invite. I I don't don't, know if you have to be in the the top or. Well, no, like, if, if you win the FA Cup, you're technically that's a an invitation to I think the play-in stage, the playoff stage for the Europa League. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how UEFA and how the English FA would handle that. Um, but I'm here for them to try and figure it out. Can League Two Wrexham feature in the Europa League? I'm. I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, uh, check back tomorrow. We've got a preview of the Premier League coming. Uh, Premier League's back this weekend with a whole uh, slate of games. We've got, got all kinds of stuff coming on this weekend. And if uh, if if you didn't already check it out, definitely make sure you peep uh, yesterday's yesterday's transfer roundup news episode. Um, and you can hear me tell Brady stupid uh, over and over again. And that his club is stupid, um, but yeah, definitely check back tomorrow because we've got uh, we've got some spicy spicy matches in the Premier League this weekend. Um, Sean Dyche is back, right? So it's gonna, it's four four two. Uh, it should be pretty <laughs> should be interesting. I edited a word out of that out of that, um, but definitely check back tomorrow. Uh, hit us up on or if you if you're still listening and you're new here and you haven't hit the subscribe button, you should definitely do that now. Hit the subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell if you're on the podcast site. Uh, hit us with a follow, leave it a five-star review, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that man in the blue is at KS Brad G down there in that dope hat. That's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. And I am at James Tiffany. Uh, and collectively we can be reached at, at red card underscore radio. Um, definitely check back tomorrow uh, where we round out the weekend. We got Premier League preview for you until then. Have a good one.